For a long time, I never used social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I could never be bothered with any of this stuff. When people found out, they'd look at me like I was trying to live without a lung. I was always being asked, why did I not use social media? The answer, I'd reply, was simple. I have no interest in social media because I have a life. Okay, that's not strictly true. Unless sitting alone in your room counts as having a life. Guess what I meant? Was that I wanted a life free from the constraints of social media. Many people talk about how useful social media is when trying to connect and communicate with people. Having used social media myself, I concede that there's a lot of truth in this. However, the behaviour and emotions evoked by social media is something that I find highly questionable for many reasons. For example, if I found out that my friends had held a party to which I hadn't been invited, I might feel a twinge of disappointment and jealousy. Then I'd forget about it, get over myself, and get on with what's left of the day. Conversely, if I went online and discovered the existence of this party, supplemented by endless photos of all my nearest and dearest enjoying themselves without me, the emotional impact would hit me like a train. I would waste hours of my life thinking about that stupid party, feeling sorry for myself that I didn't merit an invitation. This is the effect that social media has on the way we think. It's a place where people share snapshots of their lives and where the rest of us can see these snapshots. I don't know why this happens, but when we see this stuff, we convince that other people's lives are infinitely more important or glamorous than our own. There's a sense that we're missing out on all the happiness that we're seeing because we're not directly involved. Obviously, this is complete rubbish. We're all getting on with our own lives every day. Nobody's missing anything. So the idea that social media leads us to believe that what people show us is directly relevant to our own lives is both totally mad and rather unsettling. Equally as unsettling is the sense of competition which social media seems to breed. Striving for perfection in the real world is one thing. It's something else to post snaps of holiday photos and newborn babies on the fake world of the internet in order to pretend that we've already achieved perfection. Apparently, it's not enough for us to carry on with our own lives, quietly striving for the best that we can do. As soon as we see the supposed brilliance of someone else's life as displayed online, we need to somehow surpass that through our own online life. The bottom line is, it's all fake. Social media leaves us feeling that everyone else has it better than us. It's all too easy to forget on social media that if we stop comparing ourselves to others and simply try to live at our own personal best, 
it doesn't matter how perfect other people try and fail to convince us they are. To be honest, I miss the time before I joined social media. I miss the peace and quiet. People continuously bleat about how important it is to stay in touch with our loved ones on social media, which is a reasonable argument. But I always wonder, what happened to email and the telephone? What happened to actually speaking to each other in person? It worries me that humanity will lose its beautiful, varied languages and forms of contact, all because we've reduced our thoughts to a limited set of characters and emojis, so it will fit into a single tweet. As far as staying in touch is concerned, I'd like to see the carrier pigeons make a comeback. They're cute, they're reliable, and you don't feel left out if you don't receive one.